0: Should I even do another intro? Just be like, okay, we're back. Yeah,
1: we're, we're round two. Because <laughs> I'll just put round... both
0: up at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, welcome back to the Fet Files. We're talking about episode four, which is I should have had it pulled up so I could read the title. Um, um it's not oh, the return of Tand. <laughs> The Gathering Storm.
1: How come the titles aren't on? I don't know. They don't Does put them on plus the, No, it just says Chapter 4. Yeah, it
0: just says Chapter 4, yeah. I don't know why that is. But IMDb yeah. has titles. So, and IMDb has titles in the most basic explanation of the episode. So if you're looking for details, you can't get it from my, it says Boba partners with Finnick Shand. All right, <laughs> <laughs> um, which this episode, the flashbacks see Boba or uh, see he sees a like a flare. I guess it kind of picks up where Finnick's story ends in The Mandalorian.
1: Um, yeah, with, I thought that uh, was or, awesome.
0: Uh, me too. I thought it was great. When he um, sees
1: the flares in the distance
0: yeah uh he finds her uh you know helps her recover and to pay him back she agrees agrees to help him with uh his revenge right and then mm-hmm. she then she agrees to kind of stay on as a partner uh I, the thing I wanted to ask you about the armor was why did he think his armor was still in the starlight pit
1: because we see the Jawas pull it off of him, right? Do we? I need yeah, to go back and first, rewatch just, that then. The first episode, we he fights his way out, mm-hmm. and then he's just laying there, and and Jawas are taking his armor off of him. So
0: he didn't realize that he had his armor on when he got out, right? He just woke up and didn't have his armor on. Yeah. Okay, that's what I was confused about because. I was like, he had his armor on when he climbed out of the pit, didn't he? Why would he think <laughs> yeah. it's still in the Sarlacc pit?
1: Yeah, I was confused too, and I was like, wait a second. I guess maybe he was just unconscious or whatever. Yeah, I was pretty out of it, I
0: guess. So, okay, that, that makes sense. So, so um, the flashback, th- this is my favorite of all the flashbacks. <laughs> And it's not because there's no Tusken Raiders in it.
1: I actually is it don't mind the Tusken stuff.
0: Um, I mean, it's kind of like the Bantha stuff is pretty cool, man. <laughs> um, no, I just I love him. I love the we're gonna infiltrate Jabba's palace, um, which I guess wasn't technically Jabba's palace at that point. Get my ship back, like all. I, it just it was fun to me. Yeah, I liked. It. Like I had a good time with this episode um and then the present day stuff it, it it kind of flip-flops most of this felt like it was flashback stuff and the present day stuff was really instead of more 50-50 like it has been there wasn't a ton of present day stuff there's a mm-hmm. build up to like he he understands that the mayor, the mayor has aligned himself with the pikes that there's this kind of semi war coming and he needs an army, so he decides to, you know. Uh, Finnick tells him like, "Well, you get an army with m- money can buy you guns," um, and the first person he recruits is Chrysanthemum, um, so we get that whole uh thing in the, the spa or whatever we want to call it, um, which was
1: awesome. <laughs> it, it was
0: it was great. It's probably my favorite. It, moment in any yeah. of the
1: episodes Well Honestly it's probably <clears throat> I I really liked it It might be my favorite moment in, in The Mandalorian or this Really? Yeah cause Well people pro- Most people probably don't know Like Trans Transdonetians or whatever they're trans-doshans. called Transdonetians Are slavers Yeah And they enslave Wookiees. And they're good at it. And that's why he's so pissed off at (laughs) them. So,
0: yeah, it it is. It's probably a little weird for people watching the episode. Sitting there going like, why is he so mad at these people? What happened? (laughs) Well, he's a Wookiee. They enslaved Wookiees. You know, you really kind of have to know your Star Wars lore. Which I like. But, you know, you can't expect everybody to know that stuff. But I guess the scene works regardless. Yeah. So, um but yeah, I it just the whole the way the whole thing plays out, the the effects work in it was really, really good. I don't know that we've ever seen a Trandoshan. in live action that close. Uh uh-uh. uh. So no, it's mostly well,
1: just long shots, <laughs> you know. We we do get to see Bosk. in uh Empire, but it's not. He's not doing anything. Yeah, he's just standing there. Yeah. Like, I the the only thing I didn't like about this episode was when he takes Finnick to get her stomach repaired. Yeah. The music in that scene was terrible. Yeah. Um.
0: It's probably the least good bit of music we've had in this show specifically. Because overall, I think the score has been phenomenal. The music's been pretty, pretty great throughout. Well,
1: I that, agree with that's
0: you. That's the reason. Like,
1: it was not why Star why stand Wars out at so all. Much. Yeah. Um, it's like oh. some German techno club mix or yes. something. <laughs> so, Max Rebo is playing like the house band <laughs> in the spa. Like, how great is that? <laughs> yeah, I, I thought he might have died. I, mean, I couldn't when, remember so, if he was on the barge or not. Yeah, me either. Um, so we've seen
0: bits and pieces of the band throughout the episodes. but like, And I guess they never have to confirm it. But it was enough yeah. to be like, is this Max Rebo's band? And then she says, like, keep playing, Max. Like, yeah. holy hell, Max Rebo's still alive. Unless <laughs> it's Max Jr. <laughs> Or every every male of that that alien race is just named Max. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Um, but yeah, I I love that that the nod to Max Rebo, I thought it was freaking great. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh, what else happened in this episode? Um. I mean, the fa- the flashback is them, like we said, getting the ship, which all of that's great. Um, busting the ship out of Jabba's palace was.
1: It was a very Han Solo type of moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I can't see anything. <laughs> I-, I liked when he was trying to get the little bunny droid. <laughs> I like those droids.
0: We haven't seen any of those in modern Star Wars,
1: yeah.
0: Oh, well, no, that's in the next episode. I was about to say talking about the ships, but we'll get to that when we talk about. Oh, uh, hopefully, Elizabeth will be on for that episode, so yeah, because I know she's going to want to talk about it.
1: I thought the chef droid thing was pretty cool too, like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I liked it so much, it, yeah, I, uh, honestly. I don't think I had
0: any real problems with anything in this episode. Like just, I enjoyed it. Th- Maybe that's why episode five pissed me off so much because I felt like this episode got the show to where it needed to be. Yeah. You know, he, he's, he's, we see what direction he's going in, you know, it's like, Oh, it, it's kind of magnificent seven ish. Right. Yeah. Um, like we need an army or I need I need backup. So, who can I get? Well, I've got I've got these kids with their motor scooters that I've recruited to help me. They're fun. Um I know the Wookie doesn't have a a, a backer anymore and he's still in town. So, I'm going to go talk to him and you know if we get to the like the end and I'm like who's going to be next? And we'll talk about that in episode five. But like, yeah. I just, I wish that there were other places that they would have went before we went back to so, Mando.
1: So yeah, there's definitely music cues at the end of the, I think it, I've heard I heard it twice. I heard the Mando's music twice in this episode. And I was like, well, he's obviously going for Mando. And then I think Shan says, we, you know, Whatever yeah. she says, but uh, oh, I was gonna tell you the the biker gang, their little speeders reminded me so much. You remember the episode when uh, Carla puts Turk in charge of buying vehicles and he yes. buys the scooters? That's what it reminded me of. <laughs> J- JD Turk and Carla's scooters. That's uh, that's pretty funny. <laughs> <coughs> Um, They're all like, there's like a blue and a red one and a green one. (laughs) So we've barely talked
0: about any of the directors um, for this show. And maybe it's because it feels like Robert Rodriguez has been so hands-on because it does. If you're familiar with his stuff, it does feel very Robert Rodriguez ish. He's directed two of the four episodes we've seen the first one in the third one. Um I forget who directed the second one. Um but Kevin I can't I do not know how to pronounce his last name. Um Steph Green directed the second one. Um and she's done a lot too but this uh the director on this episode, Kevin Tatra chorian I don't know how to say his name. I'm just butchering it. This dude he always directs good stuff, man. Like, he he did, has done so many episodes of shows that I... Like, he did 16 episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And I was a big Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fan, you know? He's directed episodes of, like, uh, The Flash and uh, Titans and, like, all these geek shows. Um, and I don't know. I just... I think the dude is... Pretty phenomenal, and in my opinion, definitely delivered the best episode of Boba Fett. Yeah, I we've got a few more to go, but just
1: all around this episode was just top notch. What did you think of the scene where he <laughs> was chasing down the bikers? Um, I mean, it, it was all it was fine, it was pretty brutal, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just out of nowhere. Bam, 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 bam. Uh, I love the way that his uh, Slave 1 sounds... Or, sorry, I don't know if I could say Slave 1 sounds.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the... the Yeah, I mean, it it was... I wanted more. Does that, like, I'm not trying to downplay it, because I just said I loved everything about this episode. For a revenge... Thing, it seemed very short-lived <laughs> it, it was
1: But maybe like,
0: that's the point it, Yeah, gonna... th- I mean t- it, uh, t- Okay, in fairness to you Yeah, that's the Boba Fett that we Do all kind of want Even though we're getting something a little different And a little softer Like when it comes to this is the line in the sand And you crossed it Like, so there's I no you like, did there. Yeah, there's no <laughs> There's no playing around There's no like we're gonna hunt these guys down we're not he's not giving them a chance to get away. He's just like, "Nope, I got my ship. I'm going to hunt him down and just blow him up." <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, it it was just so short. That I was just like, "Oh, uh, okay." Yeah. <laughs> That's the end I, of I, that
1: story. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of the Sarlacc pit scene? <sighs> so, the when he first, Hey, I didn't
0: understand necessarily what he was doing with his ship (laughs) and how he was trying to do it. Yeah. In hindsight, I could see it, but I was like, what is he trying to land the ship in the starlight?" pit? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I, I was like, so I was, I was kept going back and forth. I was like, so is the Sarlacc dead?
1: That's a it
0: Dormant? Is it asleep? I like. How do we know any of this stuff? And like, I, I just wasn't sure. And then, I—I I, I mean, I'm not even kidding. I was sitting there, literally thinking about the uh, the the changes that they made to Return of the Jedi in the Sarlacc pit. And how yeah. much I didn't necessarily love that. Yeah. And then the little tongue thing. Like comes out of the pit. <laughs> <laughs> so. I was like oh. Okay well there you go. Um, I mean it looks great though. Yeah. It looks like how you thought it would look. So. Um, I just don't know why the hell. Still confused about Why. I understand why he thought his armor was in there, but, like, did he think he just crawled out naked?
1: Yeah. Uh, Oh. I love that they got to use the seismic charge. Yes. That was freaking awesome. I thought it was going to do more damage, though. Well, yeah, and, like, how did she know how to push the button? I don't know. It's kind of weird. Because he never says anything. She, she, this has to be one of those
0: things where, like, you just gotta, like, be like, well, maybe she's been on a ship like this before, or maybe it's labeled and she knows how to read the, the writing. Uh, Uh, It's gotta kind of throw your hands up. I was, when, when it was happening, I was like, how does she know how to run this ship? (laughs) Yeah. Ming-Na Wen, though, man, she gets better with every single episode. Um she was also an Agents of Shield, so Yeah. I've been a big fan of hers for a long, long time. And like first of all, do you know how old she is? She's like sixty, right? Something She's fifty nine. Yeah. She's fifty nine years old, dude. She looks twenty
1: four.
0: Yeah. And she's in such incredible shape Um But so I, I don't know if you've ever She has more She's been involved with so many like Huge franchises I mean Marvel She She's in Star Wars now Um She's done some DC work But uh I mean she's, she's Mulan Like She's Mulan. Yeah. So, um, there's that. She was in ER for like eight years. <laughs> like, it's ridiculous, man. Um, She's just, she's, she's such a phenomenal actress that I'm glad she didn't turn out to be a one-and-done character. So. Yeah, me too. Oh, Stargate. She was in Stargate, too the T V series. So and what here's what's crazy, her first big movie is one of the shittiest movies ever made, Street Fighter. <laughs> Chun li Yep. Like that was her her kind of really, really big break. Um she had let's see. God she's done so much work. Uh she had been in As the World Turns. The soap opera. And. uh, I think that's it. So. Oh no. She had done the Joy Luck Club. Which was a big indie hit. So. And that was it. And then she was in Street Fighter. And then. Like she. Kind of just blew up from there. So. I'm. I was so worried about. What she was gonna be to this show in the first episode when like she got they got backed into that thing and she just was completely ineffective in a fight mm-hmm. I was like this is awful but she's gotten better with every single episode. I hope it's because maybe she was like, hey, I didn't come here just to be like nothing. I'm a badass. make me a badass <laughs> write me badass stuff. <laughs> Um, What else in this episode
1: I'm watching the scene where uh, He's beating up the Transdoshans
0: I could watch that scene forever Not only is it Like It does that thing where it reminds you Of old Star Wars because it's very much like the showdown in the cantina in the original. But it's still new and fresh. And, like, we we actually get a Wookiee ripping somebody's arm off. Yeah. You know? Like, it, it invokes so much of, like, the history of Star Wars without feeling like a complete and total retread. You know? Yeah. Um, I don't know if you saw the tweet by the... So, uh, that character or was created in the comic books and the guy that created him tweeted out like was talking about how weird it is to see a character he created kind of brought to live action and um, he's like he says something like I was looking in my notebooks when I was creating the character and for the longest name (laughs) for the longest time the only name I had for him was Nubaka Because it's the new Chewbacca. <laughs> uh, I thought that was pretty funny.
1: Yeah. So. Um. She does such a good job. She's a good actor. What's her face? Deal or whatever name. Oh, uh, she's great, man. And she's perfect for that role.
0: She's so perfect. I'm telling you, man. I could watch a whole show about just that. Yeah. Um, um. So, all right. So he he finds Fennec, uh, saves her. They go get his ship. They blow up the Sarlacc pit. Figure out his armor's not there. Um. And then, that's all that happens in the flashbacks, right? Well, it chases down the biker gang and blows them up. Um. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And then the show... The, the only thing that happens in the now time is really just the showdown in the the spa thing.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, well, and then they have, like, the little Knights of the Round Table thing. Yeah. I didn't... Uh, first off, those one alien dudes just remind me of, like... Uh, Weird-looking vampires, people. Yeah, they do have kind of a,
0: a old-school vampire look to them. Yeah, very creepy. I
1: don't even I have, know what they're I called.
0: The, I think the pikes are creepy as hell, man. So do I. Like they seem like they have like almost no expression whatsoever.
1: And those um, freaking masks they wear.
0: Yeah, and those
1: are masks, right? Yeah, yeah, because we get we see one without his mask when they stop the train. Yeah, that's yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, Um, he kept the bunny droid. (laughs) I just noticed that. I didn't notice that either. Yeah, he's he's in the. (laughs) He runs away when the Rancor uh, makes his self-known.
0: You want to hear some trivia? Sure. All right. So first of all, the beak, which is – that's what I should have called it, the beak for the Sarlacc pit. They specifically reference it like it's brought back in this episode. So like I said, it cracked me up. I was sitting there going like – Man, the changes I made to the Sarlacc in the special edition just weren't that great. And then, bam, here comes the beak. <laughs> um, um, the kitchen droid first appeared on the transport freighter Anakin and Padme took from Coruscant to Naboo in episode two. Huh. So, that's interesting. Let's see, Uh the The rat catcher droid. Was first seen in the Clone Wars. (coughs) Um, Finnick uses the expression. To sing like a Yuzum. It's a reference to. uh, The Yuzum singer. Added to the Max Reba band. In the special edition. Lots of nods to. The special edition. In this episode. So. uh, We. Uh, oh, so Boba does call. We we're talking about his ship. He doesn't. They never call it the Slave One because obviously they're getting away from that. He does yeah. call it a Fire Spray gunship. Yeah. So, do you think that's where we're headed with the new name? Spitfire or something? I don't know. <laughs> what the Fire what, Spray? Yeah. What would What would you say? Like what? What was it? What would be a name that you would give it?
1: Slave One. <laughs> you can't call it Slave One. <laughs> I I mean, I I don't know. Uh, honestly, it's probably one of the dumber looking ships in Star Wars. <laughs> Yeah. But
0: it's cool at
1: the same time. I
0: mean, Logistically it doesn't make a lot of sense, right? No, it does not. Like it it is it's necessary for the ship to fly uh not long ways, but like yeah, it just doesn't make a whole hell of a lot of sense. I mean, so, it,
1: landing that in Java's palace the way it was. How? They had to drag yeah. it in there. There's no way he landed it in there. They had to drag it in there. I mean, he flew it out, but... Uh, yeah. I mean, he wrecked the palace, though. Or parts <laughs> of it, anyway. Well, yeah, I say he flew it out. He more, more or less crashed it out of there, but... <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, you he has to know how to fly it horizontally, like... Like that. Because it can fly like that. But... yeah. It just seems way more difficult. I mean, because you can't see anything,
0: right? Because the uh, uh, the the pilot chair doesn't really like doesn't
1: rotate with the ship, right? No, it does. Oh, okay. Yeah, it rotates with it, It's like a a gyro or whatever. Okay. Okay. Gyrosphere. It's like, um, like in the B wing, it has a a gyro. I don't know what they call it? Gyro, gyrosphere cockpit or something. And for people, like that, the B wing can fly yeah. both ways too. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, yeah, but it's a little
0: different though. Like that, that thing is in. It's like a
1: separate pod by itself. In the, well, yeah, it's it filled of ro- view is like, it. right. It's field of view is like you can see everything. There's a, the field right. of view on the slate or uh sorry, whatever it's called now. I like fire spray. It's not terrible. Well, sp- fire spray is like the 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 class. Yeah, yeah. But
0: um, so for people that don't know, if you're happen to listen to this and. Don't know the history of Boba Fett's ship. This is not the original Slave One.
1: Right, because this was actually. Because
0: the original Slave One was blown up in the Clone Wars. Was it? Yeah. Off screen, but yes. Remember the. The bounty the, when all the bounty hunters were kind of like coming together, and Boba Fett is with like young Boba Fett is with all of them. Yeah, like they they
1: blow up the slave one. Yeah, did he name it Slave Two? Mm, I don't think so. Because I, I remember at one time for some reason it was called Slave Two, but that was before that was before any. Any of the new stuff. Right. That, that was before, like, the prequels and everything. Because I'm pretty sure I remember getting a toy or something and it said Slave 2 on it. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I probably just made that up. Okay, well, here's a post telling me I'm wrong. Uh,
0: it says... Uh the ship doesn't blow up. But like if you go watch the episode, it looks it's I'm oh, sorry, it's season two, episodes twenty one and twenty two. Uh uh Aura lost control over Slave One and crash landed the ship. That's what it is. And uh the in the explosion you think Aura Singh is dead. And the Slave Ones counted as destroyed. Uh, Bubba gets captured by Plo Koon. And taken to the court. So. Uh, at some point. Honda. Uh, Honda. Hondo, Anaka. Gets a hold of the Slave One. Maybe he just repairs it. It's not demolished. But it does crash. And there is an explosion. So, I guess that would explain why it doesn't look like the slave one in Attack of the Clones.
1: Yeah, I'm sure, uh, he, and he painted it too. Yeah.
0: Right. Um, yeah, because it matches his armor. Either yeah. or, either that, or he got armor to match his ship. One of the two. <clears throat> um. I want to go back and rewatch those episodes, man. I miss doing our Clone Wars rewatch. We were doing that for a while. Yeah. Yeah, we need to do that That's the only way we could get Ryan to finally watch the Clone Wars. (laughs) Um, Yeah, anything else on this episode? Uh, I don't think so. All right. Yeah, I don't think I have anything else either. So we got two short episodes and now we're... Uh, won't be today, but um, we'll talk about the episode everybody won't shut the
1: hell up about next. So, um, uh, hopefully, Elizabeth will be on. So, I just Google did a quick Google and it says, What happened to slave two? This, I don't know what this is, or it doesn't have any references or anything. But it says, Since his original ship, slave one, was impounded, he obtained a new one. But that's okay. But oh, that's probably ship. not canon, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess not. But, but I knew I saw a Slave Two somewhere before. Did it look exactly like the Slave One? Yeah, it was the same type of type of ship. Okay.
0: Huh.
1: But that's interesting. It doesn't so. have any pictures there, but it. I, I remember. It was probably in one of those uh, just uh, legends books or whatever. Yeah. Are <laughs> you impound the ship? I, it, well, we saw that in. Uh, yeah, but I mean, someone. Lando got out of it. <laughs> well, with the help of. Yeah,
0: that's true. <laughs> um, man, how great would it be to? Uh, there's uh, there's so many so many characters I'd love to see pop in and out of this show. Um, it would be really great to get a live action Honda though. Yeah. Uh, anyway, wishful thinking. Uh, I feel like we didn't talk about the episode enough, but I, it is what it. This is my favorite episode of the show so far.
1: So, so this the this next is episode from, doesn't count. <laughs> this is from IGN. It says. A press release, uh, whatever, whatever. It says uh, the name has officially been changed to Fire Spray. Okay. That's kind of... I'm sorry. I I mean, it might be insensitive, but I'm still calling it Slave One. (laughs) I mean... uh, Can I call it Gave One or something that rhymes with Slave One? Slave? Tave one? I'm calling it Tave one. Tave one. I don't... I don't think it's insensitive,
0: but I don't think I'm the one that can make that call. So, I'll just put it like that. So... um, Anyways. But yeah, we'll be back talking about episode five, The Return of the Mandalorian. Um, Which... Oh, God. We'll get into it. It's a really good episode, but it's not a freaking episode of Boba Fett, man. (laughs) I didn't want, I didn't tune in to watch The Mandalorian. I tuned in to watch
1: Boba Fett. Okay, when I first started watching it, I was like, okay, cool. He's going to do this job and meet up with Boba. But then when I kept watching the episode, I was like, did they accidentally mess up and put an episode of The Mandalorian in the (laughs) Boba Fett series? (laughs) Um, yeah,
0: hopefully Elizabeth will be able to talk about that because she she had some some interesting questions and comments. So um, we can get into all that. Uh, talk more about the dark what all that means. So yeah. Um, yeah, so that'll be maybe later this week if you're hearing this episode, or at least in the next few days. So we won't be so far behind as the series gets to its finale. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so st- stay tuned. Come back and go check out everything else we do over at xwingfiles.com, including the new podcast, Brian K. Pod.
1: <laughs> I listened uh, to some of that. Do you like it? Yeah. I don't know what y'all are talking about, but. Yep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, It's still entertaining. That's good. I guess if it's entertaining and you don't know what we're talking about, then we're doing a good job. So. <laughs> But yeah, go check all that stuff out, and uh, we'll be back soon talking about the return of the Mandalorian.
1: Yep, old Mando.